0: All right, all right. Welcome everyone to our first official episode of the KCP podcast show. Uh, With us today, we have Mr. Rico uh, McMaster running back. We have UFT Blues DB Robert Gasidu Jr., Celia, also known as. Uh, We also have Mr. Tardy himself, Jams. What's good, brother? (laughs) You do. Wilfred Laurier D line commit. And then we have myself, um, Kevin, UFT Blues, UFT <laughs> Blues, D-line commit So uh, today we're gonna be talking about a few different things. Um we're gonna go through our individual background stories, how we got to know each other, because we all kind of like played against each other and met each other at different times in our lives. Um, our recruiting experiences and our process, uh why we play the sport and uh Things we're looking forward to in the future. So uh, without us, without further ado, I think we'll start with Mr. Rico himself because I feel like he has the most interesting interesting <laughs> background story.
1: All right. So basically how I got into football, started playing flag football grade seven. Mm. Turns out it was nice, you know, a young man got some wheels on him. <laughs> I, could run, I could run a little bit. And once um, I realized though people can't guard me, I took it to the next year. I got snaked grade seven. They didn't let me play in the cities because I was a grade seven and they wanted to get as much grade eight on the team. Wow. is what it is. It lit a fire under me. I was like, okay, I'm coming back next year. We go next year, go ahead and win. Um, going into high school, I had this one friend, Dimitri, who's at Western right now playing uh, Western DN. Mm-hmm. And he was like hyping me up before we had the first first practice, right? So I was like, okay, and I had to prove myself. So we come out. It was a it was an okay grade nine experience, you know. Grade tens, they pushed the grade tens to get to get in. But um, I was starting on the B team, getting my reps in, let the coaches see who I was. Got some very good games through that, and then got called up to play on the first team. And then from there, it just started. Like I started going grade ten summer playing for the Toronto Jets. I feel like that's when I actually took Sir. off. That's when it really yeah. took off, and then really found myself and my my play style. And then led me to where I am right now.
0: For sure, for sure. So if you could describe your recruiting experience in one word, what would you describe it as? Um,
1: I'ma say easy, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And not not to say not to sound cocky or anything like that. It's just like um for a lot of people they have to reach out. But being at Northern, like a football school athletic school, the coaches yeah. come to us. So as long as you're it and being able to like blessed with the playtime and all that stuff to show off your talents, it's pretty pretty simple. It's not it's not easy to pick the school, but it's
0: easy to get recruited depending on what school you're at. For sure, definitely. Um, so, what's one thing that you're looking forward for into the future with being at McMaster and them coming off of the Vanier Cup championship in 2019? Actually, Yates, but oh, yeah, like, up, so, so, Vanier. Oh, so, Yates so. Vanier
1: coming soon though. I see, I see. I see you looking at our future,
2: fam. but uh, yeah. Um, not, not if UT has it. You said what? Not if U of T has it. Yeah, because they're not. But anyway, no.
1: What? Oh. Um, oh. It's, it's oh. M gang over oh. here. You know what I'm saying? But um, mm-hmm. future, just just learning, continuing to learn the game, and um, maximize my talents. So I feel like you never can reach your peak. So as long as you continue to grow, continue to learn, watch more film and all that, just get into my craft.
0: Uh, speaking of UFT, uh, you know, if, if people know your backstory, uh, originally you were committed to UFT and then you decommitted to go to MAC. Could you walk us through why and what happened in your opinion on why you thought you needed to decommit?
1: Okay. So it came to around end of the summer. Around the mm-hmm. end of the summer, I, I messaged Coach Mullen and I said to him, I, I just don't feel ready to touch university yet, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I had some issues academically for which black mm-hmm. which, like, program I wanted to take. So I just kept saying, I was just a yes, man. I wanted to do KIN at first. Then they told yeah. me that I, did, I didn't get into KIN because I didn't take a certain prerequisite. So mm-hmm. I had to take a social sciences course, but that was full because I, I did it too late. So oh, I, yeah, they, yeah. they wanted to put me on the Scarborough campus. And at first I said, yeah. But then over the summer, I'm like, I'm not going to commute. Like at 45 minutes to an hour back and forth hey, to practice. No. Yeah, I'm not doing that. So I just came to the conclusion. I was like, okay, let me take another year. Let me finish some courses that I can do for kin. And if I want to still go, I'll go. But yeah. over the year, I left my recruiting options open. Because, you know, if you take the gear off, you're not committed anymore, right? So yeah. I took the year off, went through my options. I met up with a coach I know at MAC at the championship game, Jamar, uh, at... When they played, Northern played, um, Richview back in oh, high school. Yeah, yeah. City Championship 2019. <laughs> met up, met, met up the coach. He was like, "Okay, I thought you were at UFT." I said, nah. Um Then we started talking, started talking to some other coaches at the time too. Mac was the better option once I came out of that, and then just before the lockdown hit, I signed. So,
0: mm, okay, okay. Yeah. okay, okay.
1: I'm not gonna get into the I'm not gonna bash no schools, but a winning sure. mentality and all that stuff that I seen at Mac it just. Felt more more me coming out of a winning school already. For
0: sure, yeah. for sure. Okay, okay. So, um, would you say that there's a specific reason on why you play, or is it just like the love of the game type of feel?
2: Um,
1: I would say it's the the structure that comes with being a football player. Mm. Like you're the the hard work you put in to everything. It keeps your mind active as well as your body active, and the family aspect of the team. For sure. You know, and then the end goal of making it league is also the plus, too.
0: So, yeah. No, facts, facts. I definitely understand that. And uh, speaking of uh Rich, you and Northern, I think we're going to switch over to Mr. Jamari Powell.
3: Oh, oh dude, you guys <laughs> putting me in the spotlight already, fam.
0: Uh, yes, yes. So we're going to just run through the same type of questions, get to know you, get to know why you play, and all that good stuff. So where did you start out, sir?
3: All right, so it started around grade seven, I I would say, with the uh, Toronto Jets, like you yeah. said, you know, um, came in like I didn't really know the game too much, but mm-hmm. football was just always one of my favorite sports, you know, just watching, like, you like you know, I'm a big body, so like I have to do this, like. <laughs> so uh, I tried a thing, you know, I was putting in work, and I was just, like, yo, like you're kind of you're kind of sick with it, you know, so. I just took that, like, everyone kept on telling me, they're like, yo, we might have a future in this. So, mm-hmm. I kind of just started getting serious with it, taking it very seriously, you know, showing up to practice, learning as much as I could. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here we are today, you know, committed to one of my one of my schools that I really fell in love with during American process.
0: For sure. Yeah. So, um, what was it like playing at a prestigious school like Richview and going up against schools like and Northern? Oh
3: man, so <laughs> Richie like time of my life to be honest. Playing just playing like you know
0: mm-hmm.
3: all that competition. Um, coaches pushing us every day in practice. Like a lot of people don't know but Richie practices are like intense. Like yeah, i say beginning of the year we start off with like over a hundred guys, and team just cuts down to like sixty. Like, yeah. Guys just quit, they just cut, just because, you know, it's, it's that tough, so.
0: Yeah, it's not for them, they don't really want it.
3: Yeah, but over and all, it really prepares you, prepares you for the big stages, you know, there's yeah. all that, that hard work and practice going on all the time, you know, once you start to get yeah, it, you really, you really, like, you know, build a mental toughness for football, and, you know, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, if it's not, it's not, so.
0: Once you fall in love with the game, you know, it could take you places. Okay. So, uh, talk to me about your recruiting process and how that went. You know, you had Weston on your tail, Laurier, Yord, pro- probably almost every school. Every school, school. Every, every school. school in youth sports. CFC top 100. Mr. Powell. Canada's most wanted. Yeah, I swear to you. <laughs> so, You know,
2: I'm a very humble guy. Like, I don't really
0: like talking about,
3: like, you know all that, yeah, all that stuff and all that. So I'd say it started off, I want to say grade 10, but it seriously took out grade 11. You yeah. um, know, my last game against Rico here in the playoffs. <laughs> okay, so I want to say we took the L. We took the L. I'm not going to lie, but that game, like, I was just putting in work. Like, I don't know what it was. I think, um. so my grade 10 year, I wasn't really getting as much looks and I wasn't really, like, excited for football anymore. I'm not going to lie to you. So, you know, that whole season, my whole grade 11 season, I'm thinking, yo, like, I'm going to just ball out one time, you know? And the whole season went by and not a single coach talked to me. So, going into that last game, like, I was really, like, I was like, yo, like, you know, I was kind of feeling lied to, like. Yep, on the shoulder. Yeah. I was saying, yo, if you ball out, you know, coaches are going to come, And I was balling out. Grade 11 was probably my best season, I would say. And just coaches did not show up. And I was just like, you know, what the hell is going on here? And then that last game, I just went off. Like, I kept, you know, I I wouldn't say I was strapping Rico, but like, you know, I was in the (laughs) backfield with him, getting those handoffs. As soon as he got that handoff, I was there, like, you know. And thankfully... There was a scout watching that game, Kuch Kubelek, from from uh, Carlton, and he was—he's mm-hmm. the guy that really started to kick it off. From time out, time out. Inqu-
1: Was this uh, was this the semifinals?
3: Yeah. Semifinals. Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. So once once um Kuch Kubelek inquired about my services, the rest. <laughs> I'm not gonna gas it but like the rest of Ontario just started coming like mm-hmm. and this is a time where CFC I started to get into a couple articles at CFC which mm-hmm. coaches just started coming like, and you know from there we take it to my grade 12 season you know balled out made it to offside and this was one of the most shocking places like times of my career I'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. so you know the all the hype around me kind of died down going into the season but I was balling I was low-key I was all in like a, a little low key athlete, or whatever. and then
0: yeah.
3: I see the officer game. That's that's when shit started to turn up. City championships that's like right. officer, like that's when UFT coaches started to inquire about me, McMaster, like all those guys. Yeah, so, I want to say after that officer game, there's about – Everybody knows how officers like
0: coaches yeah, for sure. all over
3: the country are like watching.
0: All, sure. all over.
3: You know, it wasn't my best game, but,
0: you know, I did a 1-2. The fact that you're yeah. there. The yeah, fact that you're here is the thing, yeah. No, you yeah, played pretty solid. Bad. I watched that whole first Yeah, episode. I watched like, that game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know Jabs. remember, uh, it's got going on uh, all the Sean guys' these stories, and you see us <laughs> talking <laughs> mad yeah, shit? I, yo, I was looking at
3: cheese, but, like, you know what? I took the L's. I did couldn't really
2: see We were talking no? mad shit. I'm not going to lie to you. Our rivalry was dangerous. Yeah.
3: That last... Mm, We'll see that for later, but you know
2: what yeah, but,
3: yeah. <laughs> so, so off um I balled out a one two little you know and then once we hit into after the game that's when that's mm-hmm. when you know all, all every coach is there like you know one by one coaches just asking about me blah 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 and you know that's where Laurier first laid their eyes on me and yeah. Mm-hmm. From there Fell in love with the school Took a visit After that mm-hmm. Yes sir Here we
2: are today Lineman mm-hmm. school too All Yeah Produced you know, great know players, players man Everyone calls it D-line U I'm not going to
0: lie on that Of
3: course facts.
0: Coach v, Coach V could into d line school No cap No cap So uh, Would you say there's a specific reason Why you play it, Or is it more of like Towards what Rico said The structure and the family aspect Behind football um,
3: so football always has been, like, just a getaway for me, like, you know? Yeah. I'm talking, like, physically or anything, just, like, mentally, like. Yeah. Because I live, I live in what you would call, it, you know, the hood or whatever.
0: So, yeah, yeah. Once you get
3: uh, a little sport to put your head into and kind of get away from all the, the negative energy from around you, like, that's when you start to realize, okay, like, you know, falling in love with this. Yeah. And once you start... Putting them
0: in the in the work and you realize you know you can take it far. You really want to, to take it far, so yeah. That's so, true. So a, uh, mental, a mental thing. Under very understandable, very understandable. Uh-huh. So what's one thing you're looking forward to in the future uh a lawyer when you're out there for the next four to five years, man? Okay, so
3: I grew up watching guys like Kiku thing. For um, sure. SC, all those guys, like all yeah. behind, you know. So, I just want Sam to be Match able to... Yeah, yeah, Sam too, all those guys. So, I just want to like, be able to, like, not necessarily replicate their legacy, but kind of build my own legacy and kind yeah. of, you know, brush shoulders with guys like, like, SC, mm. all those guys. Just kind of build a legacy to the point where, like, you know, school feels honored to have
0: me, you know? Uh, yeah. So, but, uh, that's
3: best
0: possible version of myself through the next four or five years. So you know. Yeah. For sure. For sure. And with that, we'll take it over to Mr. Robert himself, Sally himself. The boy. So how did I get right, into so this? tell me yeah, tell me where you started, man. Yo,
2: honestly, I'm gonna take it back. I'm gonna take it back to our um uh, our elementary days, Kevin. Oh for yeah. those I don't know. <laughs> For those that don't know, me and Kevin went to save elementary, Group together. You know, okay. that's my dog. Okay. My um, so, back in those elementary days, I was like one athletic kid. I'm going to be real with you on that one. Trust me. I did like every single sport you could think of, floor hockey, whatever. Like volleyball, Everything. just throw me in there. Everything. And so, I got to high school. And the high school I went to, if you guys know Marcus Grandison from the Simon Fraser quarterback school, which was also my cousin. Okay. Um, so I went to the same high school as him and one thing is I realized he was coaching there and I came uh so why not just try football because you know I like every single sport and this is the thing I seen I grew up watching him play right and yeah. he really made an impact in the game so I, I I saw him one time and I let him know I'm like, yo, I'm coming to your school I'm gonna try I'm gonna try out some football guy came and he's like, all right, let's see how let's see how you do you know he was getting me ready so we went in uh my grade nine year my green eye that's when everything started off for me i went in there and it just automatically just clicked with me like playing db everything just clicked it was sort of like it, it felt natural that's what it was
0: mm-hmm.
2: just reading plays on the field and everything everything just came to me really natural and athletic ability also was just got developed over the years yes. and when it really one it really like picked up for me was probably my grade tenure and that's when i realized you know I can honestly probably bang heads with a lot of a lot of these top players, and that that I can prove that maybe the little guys can can also ball too because I'm a really undersized guy. Game, realistic. You know. Like I'm like a five, I'm a five, eight, 165 hundred sixty five pound DB right now, so like I'm undersized. Mm. Mm-hmm. But but I'm trying to prove a point like that size doesn't mean a thing. You know what I mean? It's all about the heart. So yeah. Mm. If heart
1: you're over straps, right, if you're straps, you're straps. Come on if now. you're, strapped, yeah, you're yeah. straps, you're
2: straps. That's the thing, man. It's all, and that's when it all boils down to your technique, realistically speaking. Like, you can that's, have crazy numbers and everything, but if your technique's the on point, like, let's be realistic. Like, come on now. Like, what's the whole point?
1: Shadow like Susinko, man. That guy's yeah, under so. underweight. This has the feet. Mm-hmm. The foot exactly. works crazy. Exactly. So. Exactly.
2: Um, And then let me get into. Uh, Kevin, Uh, me and Kevin back in our days, I'm I'm gonna drop this on too. Kevin used to to be Mr. Three Point. This guy was a baller, a basketball player before football. I just know this. He was a basketball player before football. You'll go on, you're driving up, you'll see Kevin open, just whip it out. Kevin, Mr. Three Pointer, Three Pointer. No matter what, no matter what, where he is, he's hitting that three. Splash. (laughs) Just know that. Just know that. I swear to you. Yeah. And then as we get into my (laughs) recruitment experience, um, from my recruitment experience, my recruitment really didn't start until grade 10. And it never yeah. started until I went into, back then they used to have this top prospect camp, whatever. Yeah. I don't know if, if any of you guys remember it. Yeah, 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 top prospect camp, yeah. So I went there and I got invited and I went there and I was like, okay, like, let me try this out. And so I went and surprisingly, um, I really performed at that camp still. And when I performed on that camp, that's when a lot of schools started to really notice who I was. And like school, like Queens, like Shima, back when Shamari Williams, Coach Shemari Williams at Queens, yeah, yeah, was coach. When I was at that camp, he was also like trying to guide me, trying to tell me what what my next step should be and everything. And so that's when he really picked up. And the first school to ever really try and recruit me which just so happened to be the school I committed to, which was U of T, right? Yes, so sir. Like, so it it was kind of like one of the factors why I went to UFT. But yeah, and my recruitment was more of a roller coaster. if we're going to be honest with you. It was, it, some days it was consistent with some schools, some days it was inconsistent. One school it was nice. consistent with, one school was consistent with Thrill, with U of T. And it was a school, like, I felt like I could call home and really actually wanted me. So. They're really good yeah. at that.
1: That's, that's their, that's their thing.
2: Yeah. They make people, they, they consistently
1: talk to people, so.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. And, then, exactly. and just what happens, you know, I'm going to learn from uh, Coach Mullen, who's really knows his, like, I'm going to be with you. He knows his shit at DB. Yeah. Um, Coach Marshall also, uh, he acts as a defensive coordinator. He knows how to conduct that defense. So, yeah. So I'm, like That's one thing I'm looking forward to, just working with Coach, Coach Marshall and Coach Mullen and really making an impact uh, in the game of football. Well, for sure.
0: This guy, touched, this guy touched every question before I even asked.
2: Oh, wow. One more thing. One more thing, too. One more thing, too. Why I play?
0: So why I play? Jeez. Why, uh, why yeah. I play?
2: Why I play? Yo, I'm walking a lie to you. I was preparing these while we were all talking. So why I play? I play because let's be, it's more like what Jam said. It's like a getaway. And if you look at me, like the way I grew up, I grew up a lot of really athletically gifted kids who just got into the wrong things. You know what I mean? Sort of like, sort of good like hood and like, there was that hood mentality, like there's a lot of them. But I'm gonna give props to a couple Trust of them, especially me. especially Kevin, you know, Lachey, Lachey, committed to Miami. That's a big yes baller. Right the
0: you the precious and Oh
2: my goodness!
0: But I'm yeah, so, up,
2: you, so I grew up. So I with a lot of athletically gifted people, and I was like, I am trying to, I'm just trying to do something to change the culture around these many priority neighbor, many of the priority neighborhoods. Right? I'm trying okay. to show them if I could do it, then you could do it too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Trying to trying to get them to a better future and building these priority neighborhoods, and trying to show them that they're they're cared for as people are out there looking for them. That's what we do, Yeah, for
0: sure. Well, I mean, sure. hey There's yeah. one thing. No, 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 no. There's one thing you didn't answer. Out. What are you looking forward to for the future, man? The future? Yeah, man.
2: <sighs> so, sort of trying to become like a a, a local hood hero, man.
0: Hey, I don't blame you. I don't I
2: blame, blame you. A hood hero, bro. I'm trying to change, I'm trying to change how the hood looks right now. In fact, I feel that. Mm.
3: Fem, it feels nice when you're walking, man's like, mm, you're the football player, right? exactly exam. That's the
0: one.
2: yeah. Well, all I'm gonna really see is like in this podcast, for all you athletes that listen to this. Just keep going, bro. Even if even though it feels like people are not seeing, trust me, everyone sees everything. They're watching. Eyes are on you. Trust
1: me. Keep, keep going, bro or
0: sis. Keep going. Shout out to you, sis. Bro or sis, just keep going. Oh, it doesn't matter here. whatever sport you're in, just keep going, man. Yeah. And,
2: and one thing, too, don't be afraid to go hit up those coaches. That's one thing I did in my recruitment process. I hit up those coaches yeah. as much yeah. as possible.
0: Trust me. Put your pride aside. Put pride your aside, aside. Pride, pride aside. Pride aside. Trust me.
2: Well, that's what jams right, okay. jams jams was chilling.
3: As much as these coaches came to me, I came to them first. Eh? Yeah,
2: you have to. So, yeah, that's a big... Fun
3: fact the school I'm committed to right now, yeah, once left me on red for a whole year. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's all been there. It's all been all there. All yo, been yo, there. when
1: I when I decommitted from UFT, I sent my message out to Coach Uh Marshall left me on red still hasn't messaged me back yet <laughs> yeah, he was cheesed
2: I mean I'll be cheesed too I'll,
1: still, I'll, be, I'll be cheesed too I can show the message I'll be cheesed too still has um, I was him
2: I would respond either it took, it took nah. Mullen
1: the summer to respond to me
2: like, but all jokes aside <laughs> though all words. jokes aside all jokes aside you know the recruitment process about was making the best decision for you you know the yeah, all, all love to all the schools. It's, it's just all about what's
0: making the best decision for you. Yeah, you have the one one advice, one piece of advice I'd give is um just go where it feels like home, man. Exactly. Just go where it feels like oh, home, because yeah. like they say, there's no place better than home.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But
0: Kevin, let's hear your story, fam. Yeah, Kevin. All right. Um, a lot of people don't notice, but uh, how I how I started originally. This is before I even met Robert. Um. In grade five, um, at my at my elementary school, we had a, we had a flag football program, and I was the starting quarterback. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so that's that's really my first introduction to the game. I was playing quarterback for, basically like a year in elementary school in the fifth grade, and then honestly, I'm like, yeah, no, nah, like this isn't for me. So, I just stuck with basketball. <laughs> it was the first sport that was introduced to me, like everyone in my family plays basketball, so I really stuck with that until maybe, like, I want to say grade 10, like halfway through grade 10, when my school didn't have a junior team and we had just one varsity team, I was like, ah, okay, so I'm not going to get any burns. And I'm like, that's when I started realizing, like, you know, I was growing differently from everybody else. So, like, a lot of the guys in my school were getting taller. I was getting a little bit wider and, like, my arms and stuff. So I'm just like, all right, like, you know, like, maybe this isn't the sport for me. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. So I started getting bigger and then um, I have to give credit where credit is Shout out to my man, Jaden. That man really pressed me from grade 10 until the summer. He's like, yo, like, come play football at the Jets, man. Like, you know, like, he just pressed me that whole, that whole school year. And then I'm like, all right, like, you know, like, why not? So I showed up at like the second practice for Jets and um, I was talking with Coach Dan and, that man really put me on still because we all know Jams was playing O line that summer. <laughs> so there was
3: a D line spot for me. Yo, fun, another fun fact I thought <laughs> this guy, Kevin, was going to steal my spot because this guy was just a <laughs> huge, huge
0: like, stereo. Um, I was like, yo, like, this guy's a demon, bro. Yeah, so that's where I, that's where I met Jams, and I just kind of picked up on his knowledge, picked up on Naz's knowledge, um, all the stuff that Coach Dan taught me, Coach Kuby. Um, going from linebacker to the end to the tackle was really like kind of a whirlwind. I'm just like, okay, I don't know what I'm playing. Like each game, I really didn't know. So I was just trying to learn as much as I could. And then um, that summer, I really spent like my whole summer just trying to get better, watching film, all that stuff. And then um, going into grade eleven, we didn't um, we never had a we never had a team at my school. So I was just I just took a fitness course in the school year just to get stronger, to come back from my grade 12 summer season. And then that's where, um that's where, whatchamacallit, uh, Coach Samari Williams, once he went to UBC, he was the first coach that reached out to me and really like, you know, gave me the hope that like, yo, like I could actually do something with this. Like I could, um I could really like play at the next level. And also like um Coach Dan was always telling me to go out to camps and stuff like that. So that's how that that's how my recruitment process started, and um, honestly, like it was kind of straightforward. Like I won't lie, I didn't have every school. You know, I'm not Jams, Mister Prestigious over there. I didn't have every school looking at me, <laughs> not, just, just
3: facts, <laughs> Yo, nice. It's fast though. Let me see time, allow
1: me. Yo, I didn't touch a Speed Flex yet, Jams. Like, flex, helmets, yeah. too. I'm trying to get like you, Jams. Oh, <gasps> That's how deep is getting right now. Still, that's a touch
0: Mather helmet. of helmets. had <laughs> a whole speed Somebody like you um, get one of those. Wow,
3: that's <laughs> <laughs> many they're doing me. Don't you have a ring? <laughs>
0: like, you have a ring. Right? Don't you have a ring? <laughs> wow. I, swear. I swear, they don't both ring. you and Silly have a ring? Like, what's going on? Yes, here? sir. Got that ring. Yeah. Can I get another one, though? Facts, right. yeah. Um, and then. Once I started putting like my film out there and stuff like that, and just going after coaches, I won't even lie. I shot my shot at every school. I'm just like, bro, like, like Jam said, it was more of like a getaway feeling every time I was playing. So like, I'm just like, I want to do this as long as I can till the wheels fall off, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I I went after any school that wanted me, and then um, it really came down to me um, after I got that first offer from Concordia. That's when schools kind of were like, okay, like someone else is giving him a shot. Like let's talk to him seriously now. Mm-hmm. So, um, after that, um, I was seriously considering Concordia until UFT was like, yo, like, like this is home. Like, come on, like, this is your home city. This is where you're from. Like there's no better place than home. Man, and then like all the older guys that um, I was talking to that played there before. Um, like um, when I was talking to granny about the school and then even when I talk to Malcolm Campbell, that sounds like okay, like like I see the way they treat their players, everybody's telling me good things. So I'm just like, you know, I feel like this is the place for me. I can change the aspect around going to UFT as an athlete. Because everybody everybody in the city really thinks that, oh yeah, like if you go to UFT, like you know, you're just gonna die of academic stress. But yeah, so like everybody thinks that the academic workload is overbearing, but like that's just what happens when you go to one of the best academic schools in the country and top twenty, top twenty-five in the world, right? So, mm-hmm. this guy bragging. It's just man. like shout, out, shout I'm, out. I'm not bragging. It's just, it's just a, it's just a fact, you know. So mm-hmm. fat, it's a fact, man.
1: This is just a fact. <laughs> At this point, it's a fact. Them, like, them boys can you know? ball and they're smart. Come on
0: now. Come on now. Exactly. Come on now. They can ball. So yeah, that's that's really how my process <laughs> went, and um, I committed. I committed a. 19 days before my birthday, my 18th birthday, so that was special for me as well. Yeah, that community was team. Um, clean. clean. shout out to Silly. Yo, I'm telling you, man, that guy is, that guy is something special. That guy, Robert, is something special, man. This guy does it all. This guy, I'm telling you, this guy can going to be an entrepreneur just because, like, bro, sports, everything. He does it all. He's Mr. Do-It-All in my eyes. Sure, 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 um, no. <laughs> do-It-All. Um, and why I play Sorry. is a... <laughs> Why well, I play it just simply because I love the sport, man. I fell in love with it. And, you know, they say if you love something, let it go. But nah, I'm not letting it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure future, man. So. Future, future. Oh, future. Competing for that Yates, man. Yeah. We're having the best offensive in the league, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We're building, we're building a brand new defense. hmm. So I mean, there's nothing but there's not there's nowhere else to go but up from here because okay. you know we were at the bottom before, right? So
2: exactly.
0: there's nowhere else to look from but up. So we're just trying to real. we're just trying to get to the top, man. Yes, you can't that ring before you leaves. Clay's last year, right? Yeah, exactly. Dude,
2: it's realistic, yeah. man. Yo, Toronto produces a lot of talent. You just need a some of them
0: just need to get on their shit facts of
2: course facts. I feel for most
0: guys I feel for most guys it just comes down to academics whether they make yeah it that's out. the mm. problem academic. because we're, yeah. we're told from young we're told from young to go take um, applied
2: courses I mean, yeah that,
1: exactly. that avenue shut off right there you can't go
2: that streaming should, that streaming needs to stop I think they did stop it right they did because
0: so um yeah. especially like at my high school like they stopped especially for English and um math they stopped streaming um people into applied and academic and kind of started making like one course basically
2: exactly yes it did.
0: like they kind of force everybody to take them um, academic and, and if
1: you're not that guy in grade nine if you don't show proof that you can actually do it then they just forget about you if you're not the token trust the you know so if they're not gonna try to help everybody else out I know for a fact that northern just because I was staying out of trouble doing my thing that's when coaches are like okay let me help him out guide him on the way but I hey. had friends faster than me probably had better athletic talent. Mm-hmm. It's very, very few, but there's <laughs> a few people that I've seen, like, in ball and all that stuff, soccer, that man's really could have took it somewhere, but
3: they're just not guided. So.
2: Exactly, yeah. Well, it's all it needs, the right guidance.
3: Yeah. You know, another thing Toronto athletes need to start doing more is we need to get in that weight room from, from reading from Early, from early. Thanks. Yeah, from early. As early yeah. as possible. That's one thing that I say, like, we're not as advanced in, yeah, for yeah. sure. We'll be with speed, athletics, whatever, but when it comes to that strength, okay, a team like from Hamilton or a team from Niagara, they're going to whip our ass 20, like nine times at oh, a time. So, yeah, Anything, we're working Outside though. the city? Of course. So if we can get that even it. more often and yeah. more more of a structured guide, like, I think like Toronto could be like a hot spot.
0: We already know that's We already are. That's the thing. The that's level. just like raw athleticism bro trust me you have you have kids coming out here that are playing ball going d1 shout out to shea yet yet again um for sure you have kids playing football that guy from etobicoke that's going to stanford like Mm -hmm. even though he had to even though he had to leave but still he started making noise here first and then like like there's just too many and then like you have also other guys that are coming from toronto playing ball Going, to, going D1, D2, whatever it is, it's like they're still making noise. But like, just athletics in general, bro, here's the place to be. There's no, like, you can't let me believe that there's no other place in the city, I mean, sorry, not in the city, sorry, in the, in the province or country that's producing better talent and athletics than Toronto. What's I just double? can't
2: believe that. Double we, we do that thing is we we do we produce like the top athletes. The thing is, just guidance it goes all all down to guidance.
1: Well, back to what Jams is saying though, what's stopping man to actually say, okay, let me go in the gym from, from young? Because
0: I personally, not looking Jones. at uh like looking at it, I'd say like a lot of those schools like outside of
3: Toronto, they got coaches like pushing them. Okay, so yeah. You're not gonna tell a grade nine kid, yo. You gotta stay consistent every day. Go to the gym, like no, like the kids trying to enjoy high school, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. You kind
3: of have a structure around it, and you have a coach that kind of push you to get in and for not really force you, but you know. Yeah. Kind of
2: like sort of like, cool like a mentor. Every day. Like it's it's sort of like, like a mentor, right? Yeah. yeah. Mentor.
3: When he has so a granny or a, a
2: Leroy like, a Leroy yeah that's that's when you start seeing results you know yo him. but a huge so shout out to granny and Leroy for that work. like they're out yeah. here doing their, their work yeah. out here yeah. shout out granny's kitchen and lead your performance yeah you know <laughs> the vibe you know the vibe you know the vibes well, no, a shout Leroy. out to a couple of other coaches too eh? shout out coach Piazza coach Franco with fourth, qu- fourth quarter performance you guys are uh, working to change the atmosphere too so yeah. okay.
1: trust me mm. <clears throat> how much sports do you guys play in high school
2: I once once I touch high school. At yeah. first, I kept it just football. Then I started getting to track because I seen like you know it okay. correlates, right? Because so, I know yeah.
1: I know from my experience why, like I didn't touch the gym early. It's just because I'm playing four sports a year. What what time do I have, right?
0: Yeah.
1: But everyone in Toronto with such a raw talent. Mans are playing ball, they're playing football, they're running track. They don't have no time for that. And soccer too. Yeah, we're just out. Yeah, we just we go from, yeah, season, season, from season to season like to season. There's no postseason
0: for us. So like we have no time. <laughs> you know, we gotta cover uh I'd say rivalries too, eh? Oh fact, you guys have to you guys have because I wasn't there, you guys have to fill me in on Ooh. what those marquee games were like: Northern Ooh. versus virtue, northern versus Sean Sean versus virtue. Like, you guys got to film me in on what that was like to be in the atmosphere, man. i sideline.
1: Probably the their coaches at Granny's stuff right there. I, yeah. we, we hate them. <laughs> them guys right there are the most annoying sideline. You can see Granny's on the field clapping, fam. Let me on the field you. hyping up his team. I, I got injured. I rolled my ankle. He's like, oh, number five's out. Number five's out. Let's eat. I'm like,
2: what? Like, who's doing that?
3: <laughs> okay, i am telling you. One thing was like jumping up and down on that sideline. There's no like, Shawn's about to get an energy boost.
2: Sean yeah, I'm telling you, like that was like the number one hype man. Granny will call me a slap at the back of your helmet. <laughs> exactly, he's exactly. body slamming you like yeah, that guy. He's the hype man of the room. Even back then, then, yeah. Like, I don't even know what the sideline is? Granny's on the field with. He's him. on the field with. He's him. on the field with. <laughs> <him>. <laughs>
3: he's on the field, with him, on the field when Granny's playing. Exactly. Granny's I, mean, I think he's, I not even think coaching. he's playing. Is. Bro,
2: that's what carried is in our awesome game, bro. If you see the energy on our side in our awesome game, was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, give energy.
1: Shout extreme. out Chris John though, Chris John, man. Yo, That's another big. That guy, that boy, must. nice. That boy, He got him and Granny side by side, right at the team, man. Yo. You guys did everything. Like, I, I remember
2: back then we used to have him in Wildcat
1: too. Everything. Yeah, that,
3: that was scary. And he's
1: hurtling, man, at like two something.
3: Bro, in, once you see Chris John lower shoulder,
2: it just moves. Though. The thing it's like it is. the thing about Chris John is he could hurdle you or he could truck you. Like you know, yeah. like, like, there's nothing you can really do really just... and he cool. could sidestep you. you
1: and he could sidestep, yeah. The man at... he's doing he's doing work, he's going to work at Waterloo or uh Windsor.
2: Yeah, Windsor, Windsor. Windsor work. Yeah. Stay tuned though, he's gonna be doing bigger things, yeah.
1: And you had Rich though, Richie, like that that just like prep school that comes through like Richview like, like Rich Northern, basically the same type of vibe. Just West End yeah. or a downtown version, right? So yep. our games, it's just mm-hmm. the swag that they came on the field with, you could just tell, like they they know they were them. They come on the field with the white <laughs> uniforms or the red, step up, and they're like, okay, yeah, wanna go to work. We know Avante, we know Keanu can do it. D-lineman, Jamari right there, he's good. They had all their coaching is neat too. Like every man knew their role, they knew what to do. So to beat them, you have to be in your top tip top shape. So
0: you couldn't take a playoff. Could not.
3: So I want to say going to Northern, Lake, the amount of harassment we took was was just (laughs) 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 your fans, Northern's
2: fans are just (laughs) (laughs) your fans are diehard fans.
3: For real. Once you get that little car driving by behind your behind your bench. Yeah. That's, yo, and then they circle back too. Yeah, Jeez, my <laughs> they're bad. calling out numbers.
1: <laughs> yo. yo,
3: yo, different, different. Yo,
2: that's a, that's what um, that's one thing about Toronto football, bro. The atmosphere here is crazy. Yo. It's crazy. really crazy.
3: Listen, another atmosphere like I was really blessed to play in was um that uh, ECI RCI game.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, I forgot about ECI. Jeez. Oh, that, that game was lit. Dix, that game was yeah. lit.
2: Shout out, Jaden Dix. Jaden Dix. Hey. a heavy hitter. <laughs> he's a heavy hitter. Is a monster.
3: Okay, Jaden Dix is me, like, on steroids. I don't want to say he's on steroids. No, no, we're not he's on steroids. On, he's steroids, he's on, steroids, not not on steroids. steroids, but,
0: like, the way, though, moves,
3: like the way you move, the way you He's me, but another level. Like, he's just different. Like
0: no, And man, then I got
3: to in front of that crowd, too. Last year, we got... We got those flares going on. That's another.
0: That's another thing we gotta, you know, discuss. Me and the Sean that little,
3: little.
2: Flares. Oh, the little, the little green and yeah, yellow. Because they want to say it. like, "Oh, we did it first, bro." <laughs> you know, we're not going into that right now. Still, <laughs> let's not go into that right now. Uh, we're gonna have let's have an episode just for rivalry, bro. RCI,
1: a RCI had Reggie though to take the good video.
3: Alright, the nice video. Yeah. Like, I Listen, feel like RCI just won that chill. battle right there already. Listen, they yeah. had their little Android phones recording. They thought yeah. they did someone <laughs> back. Chill, chill, chill. We're not bashing Sham right now, bro. Come on, bro. Yo. Come on. Yo, Come on. There's pure smoke. You got to get over it. You get over it. But, you know?
1: I remember Sham got nice when I was in grade 10. Yo. That's when I feel like they really got nice. I, I, like, no one. I don't really. There was really nothing really uh, about Sham until grade 10.
2: No, Sham was, was a well-known team And then the team Sort of died off And we started yeah. picking it up Just recently Because I feel like Even Toronto football Died down until our years Yeah, yeah that's a thing We, like we, it got, to we got
1: it back lit And then Now whatever's happened Like after COVID
0: Let's see But, yeah, but happen, Speaking of
2: which so, There's a big 7-on-7 tourney coming. come in You know Just stay tuned For coverage on that
0: Stay tuned
2: Stay tuned You know where are Already going to out there yeah. Listen, are you playing in that? Yes sir. Okay, so then what's going on with this mic top thing, bro? We gotta
3: get some work. Exactly.
0: Yo, 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 we can't even we can't even the beans just yet. So you know, this this was our first inaugural episode. I just want to give a huge shout out to anybody who's listening, because you know, shout out to you for listening, tuning in, man, and getting right with us. We're gonna get right with you. We're gonna have a couple of crazy stuff coming up for you guys, especially in the summertime. Like we said, with that a seven-on-seven seven tournament coming around, Battle of the Six, um, mm-hmm. more episodes coming on. Um, I'm not gonna give out a timeline of when we're gonna drop episodes, cause yeah. I don't wanna lie to the people. <laughs> yeah, come on, bro. Gotta keep once, it honest. Once it gets rolling, it gets rolling though. Exactly. Once it gets consistent, just know it's just yeah. up from there.
2: We just know there's a big, there's a bigger picture with this. You guys are exactly. just stay yes. tuned for the bigger picture.
0: Exactly, 18. we want to be more than just a podcast, for sure. So.
1: Exactly,
0: yeah. Yeah, so throughout the next 12 months, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff for you guys, man.
2: Quality
1: so going
0: to get better, tuned. everything. Yeah, everything.
2: Uh, shout out at 55 for this idea, too. Like, you can't oh, just... Oh, for sure. We got, we I got this from you guys. Off,
0: so. Yeah,
2: <laughs> we got this from you guys. <laughs> we shout if out to Dakota.
3: Exactly. If you're a young athlete, you're an athlete in college, whatever sport you play, but particularly football... Get
0: on that show, ASAP. Trust me. It's a great outlet. ASAP. And
3: get your words out, speak your mind, do whatever you have to do, just
0: get on that show. Yeah. Trust me, because people listen. Trust me, people listen. For sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That's a word on the street, bro. Uh, Yeah, stay creative, guys. Stay creative. Trust me. I think that's going to be our slogan. You heard it here first. Stay creative. You heard it here first. Stay creative. Nah, I guess that's a wrap. All right. Yeah, that's a wrap still.